Well, I know you played it. You had those back-to-back games. You were the Kentucky Duke back-to-back. But do you prefer games a little more spaced out than one game travel game, essentially? Well, it's not ideal. We actually had a, some, there was a, yeah, it's not ideal. But um, I'm excited about it because, listen, our whole goal, everything that we're thinking about and talking about every single day is how can we get better? How can we get better and how can we prepare ourselves to, to be a great team by the end of the season. That is what we talk about every single day. And so um, these obstacles are great because they just expose things, right? I was really grateful that we got to play San Diego State uh, the second game of the season because we got to, uh, you know, to compete against, you know, high major elite level uh, as long as you can be length. Um, and and it lets us know exactly where we are right now and exactly where we need to grow and there's no guessing and no wondering and we just know and um, we learn so much from that game like that we'll be able to harken back onto it and be like it's just not words this is really how we need to be and what we need to do and how we need to emphasize and where we need to grow so uh, you know the, the, this 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 little three day run is is awesome because we get a chance to go out and compete and uh, you know, not easy circumstances, and see see what we have and, and what we can do and where we can grow. How much has uh, rebound been emphasized these last couple of practices? We haven't talked about it very much, but um, we, we we've actually talked about it a lot schematically too, right? We're trying to figure out some ways that we can help our guys a little bit, um, and so we've talked about it a lot. You know, it's interesting. You never know the psychology of a team because sometimes when you overkill something, it just becomes a um, you know, it becomes a complex, right? And so I don't think that's the case with these guys. These are veteran-savvy guys, and we, we understand the challenge we face. And um, So we are thinking about it every day and working on it every day, and some of these guys are taking it really personally. And, and um, you know, it's just, a, it's just a question that we have to – you know, every team has challenges and questions they have to answer, and that's one of the ones that we have to answer. we got to figure it out, and we will. We will. Through two games, are you getting the ball movement that you want to see? We are in spurts right now, and um, you know it's a, it's a little bit of a dynamic feel too because uh, you know you're not really looking for um, you're not looking for hair on fire uh, pop rule every single second of every single minute of every single game, right? What you're looking for is is a veteran savvy um, scheming. Uh, simple ball movement that the team trusts, right? And um, you know, in that sense, sometimes your 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 every every team in college basketball has experienced this, where their walk-on team sometimes moves the ball better than their their starting unit because they have to, right? And um, and so. You know, that's something that's going to be really fun. I mean, it's, it's going to be fun. I think it's fun to watch the game when the ball is, is finding the open man the way it's supposed to. It makes the game, like, it's something aesthetically pleasing to all of us, right? When, when you play that way and you get behind it, and, uh, you kind of, you can almost, you know, as, a, as, a, as fans, you can almost see two passes ahead where it's going to end up and where the open look is going to be. And so the, the momentum of the ball swinging, right, everybody's in on it together, and it's actually pretty magic. Um, so we're d- getting there in moments, and we also have a, a lot of things to figure out. Like there's a lot of kind of complicated ways to approach ball movement, where um, we ask guys to do something a little different and, and make some timing reads and do it out of the pinch post and the low post, and 
and uh, you know out of the middle of a double drag and all kind of different ways that you can approach it where you can kind of um, put the defense in compromising positions with hockey assists and, and, and extra hockey assists. So hopefully that'll be something we continue growing and, and by the end of the season this could be something that we spend a, some large percentage of the time where you're like, man, it's really fun to watch those guys play because, because of what they do together. How would you describe the growth you've seen out of Colby from where he is right now versus when you first came in contact with him? He's awesome. He's, 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 he's working and fighting and, you know, it's... Um, you know, this growing is uh, is ugly business, man. You know what I mean? It's just it's just messy. It's, um, and and you know, especially with Kobe, where he doesn't have, you know, there's not he doesn't have a real support system around him to kind of protect him, right? Um, I can't, you know, wean him onto minutes, right? He's just got to go play and produce and. And so I'm so proud of him, and he's taking a whole burden on his shoulders, and he's going to figure out as we go, and and uh, and he's he's getting so much better, and he's getting so much a better of idea of how I want him to play and, and the things that are important, and and um, so he's 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 uh, you know this is this is you know growth under fire right now, but I, I love I love him, and I do I have a ton of faith in him. He's going to become a really 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 good player. He really is. And he's working hard, and he's fully invested, and he's going to have some moments where he thinks it's never going to happen, he can't get anything done, and he's going to have some moments where he thinks he's actually way better than he is. That's the fun part of growing. How long did you have your players you know, maybe process the film from that loss on Saturday to then ultimately move forward? Uh, well, we don't have a lot of time, so we, um, we, we did 12 edits. Uh, fortunately, now with technology, we actually get to post them on our electronic scout. So they're posted on there, and I was able to. I, you know, we can do so much. You know, I'm I'm not allowed to um, watch film with the guys after practice, uh, even if we have after a game. Even if we have a game at one o'clock, I can't watch it with them at six. We we're not, it's against the rules. Um, and so Sunday was our mandatory day off, but we were able to kind of post all that stuff for anybody to to devour that wanted to and I got a ton of feedback from our guys and then we came in Monday and we spent uh, t- did a really really quick 10 minute film segment just before practice just to wrap it up and then we had to move on but you know our guys got way more value out of it than that because they were able to adjust all the information that was being posted and all the, the edits and, and the themes and the ideas and, and we have smart guys so you know, I think our guys took a lot from it and, and uh, you know we'll put that in our pocket and, and use it to teach us. Administrative-wise, how do you feel about maybe your, your coaching staff in-game and, and the way they've been coaching up the team through, through two games? Yeah, I mean, I, I've known these guys for a long time. They're really good. They're really good. And um, they do an unbelievable job. And the only thing that would make them better is if, if I wasn't standing there at the head of the deal. So i got a really good staff. And they work hard, and, and they're good teachers. Are you planning on, on signing? Uh, what, how many number of guys are you planning on signing tomorrow on, on early signing? Uh, I don't know. Am I, what am I allowed to say on that? Juwan Howard, who I love, is one of my dear dear friends. You know, he just dropped all the names, so we could roll it that way, right? Sure, we're supposed to do that. We got a couple guys. Yeah. So I don't know. When you talk about lessons learned, we might be thinking the negative things, the things you want to improve on, lacking. What were the positive things you took out of that? Well, our our digs to the pickup were unbelievable. Uh, our pressure releases and backdoors were incredible. 
even the time when we were stuck in molasses a little bit in the first half, guys were still uh, willing to kind of, uh, I don't know how much of these t- terminologies going to make sense, but, you know, w- uh, you know, when we're kind of in one of our continuity offenses, guys were willing to see that, you know, it was getting blown up on one side and turn it really quick to the other side and kind of get into a flow. And it's a read. There's a bunch of reads going on. And so our guys did a really nice job there. I thought, uh, you know, one of the things that I was really excited to share with our guys was just the, there was, you know, this lesson of, you know, we were stuck in mud for 20 minutes and we didn't let it take our heart away, right? We didn't get so distracted and so disenfranchised with the game that that we couldn't come out and find ourselves in the first in the second half. We just, in fact, I had several of the guys and I'm a big, uh, what is the uh, clownfish movie? Finding Nemo, right? And that idea of just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Well, that's sports. You spend a lot of time. I mean, you're watching football now all the time. When things you can't you can't find a rhythm for three quarters, and all of a sudden, the last six minutes of the fourth quarter, those guys that were able to just keep swimming and not kill themselves, like you, you give yourself a chance to stay in the game. And I felt like that's what we did in the first half was we kind of just stayed there and we came in the locker room, and the guys weren't so frustrated that it was overflowing out of them, and they started to frustrate each other. They just managed, right? And so that's another, I mean, there were so many unbelievably positive lessons uh, for us, uh, things that we did really, really positively. And, and, you know, in terms of like movement and pace, I mean, we had segments of the game where we were really good. And so we can go back to those and be like, hey, we, you know, instead of us being 30%, you know, really solid, smart, efficient, uh, decisive movement, let's get to like 45% and then go to 60% and 80% as your game percentages. So was on fire in that first part of the second half. Yeah. Did you expect to see that level of production from him so soon after coming back? I don't know. I mean, this this mustache has got me so thrown, man. <laughs> I don't even know what to expect from this Zach Sellers. I do know this is for two games he's played so hard. Like, you can see, I mean, you talk about a young man where you can see how how hard he wants to play and how much he wants to win and how agenda-free his game is. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, obviously he was so good for us this summer d- through the first two games in Italy. He was maybe our best player. And so he's trying to, you know, he's, he's uh, going to take him some time to find that back. But uh, he's, he's a beautiful young man and he's a pleasure to coach. And, and um, you know, he's going to kind of get his legs back a little bit more and be able to do more things on the court. But he, he sure has been good for us through two games. Really, really good. What have you enjoyed about recruiting uh, players here at BYU so far since you've been here? Um, well, I got an unbelievable product here to sell. Like this, this program that's been built is so extraordinary, and these facilities are incredible. And this university is like nowhere else in the world. So, um, so those things have been really fun uh, and really interesting, and and it leads to all kind of off the beaten path conversations that, you know, frankly, I don't have recruiting anywhere else. And um, and so, uh, I think because of that, you. In the recruiting process, you even have to kind of develop a more intimate relationship with these young men and figure them out even more. Um, I spent more time recruiting freshmen uh, here than certainly I did the last four years, and that's a way different dynamic. Um, um, but but it's fun to recruit to a place that's, that is as extraordinary and special as this place for sure. What's your impression of, of Southern Utah 
through their first two. They're really good. They're really good. Coach done a great job. They're really, really long and really athletic. And, you know, I think last year they were – I mean, I not have these numbers exactly right. I think last year they were in the bottom hundred in in uh, in offensive rebounding efficiency, and and you know this year they're just like devouring the offensive glass. They're really long and they're playing really hard. They're going really hard in transition. Uh, they have some incredibly talented players. You know, the transfer from Vegas is a five-star kid, and he's a you know he's a pro. And um, so they, they've done a really nice job down there. They, they did a good job with their first two games, won a big game at Nebraska over the weekend in single overtime, double overtime, I can't remember, double overtime. And, and um, you know, they're playing with great pace and intensity, and his guys are playing really hard. So they've done a terrific job. It's a good team. What challenges come with playing a team that's confident they can win anywhere because they got that one on the road? Well, I mean, it's the games you look forward to, right? Uh, they're going to come in here with a, you know, with um, you know, raring to go and, and fearless, and and uh, that's what you love. I mean, you want to come, you know. Let's. I, I would love a different outcome from Saturday, but it sure is a fun game, man. Come and play a really good team, and 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 f- and fight, and and so. Uh, you know, we're excited to have them in here. We, we, we know intimately what it feels like to be on the other side of these in-state games, right? And, and it means a lot, and you circle it on your calendar, and, and uh, it's fun. Like, in-state games, are, they're awesome because there's more at stake than just winning and losing the game. It's like you get to go in the backyard and play against your brother and beat the living daylights out of him, and, and, and that's what we all love to do. So, so. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready, and we're going to come play really, really hard, and it's going to be fun to toss it up and see what happens. Anything else? Any update on Jesse? His yeah, so Jesse had surgery uh, a week ago now maybe, and so he's, he's probably a three-month, four-month deal. We're just not sure. I mean, I'm hesitant to kind of give any timeline because, you know, the timeline was – you know, supposed to be really short, and then it was ten months, and then finally it was surgery at that point, and then so we'll just see. I mean, he's it's going to be a it's going to be a significant time period, if not the season. So we'll we'll just see how that goes. But he's a good kid, and he's gonna you know he's gonna work really hard and try to figure it out.